Salut, salut, salut! Euh, je, je suis le Fred Talk Podcast. Euh, le host. <laughs> oh, I don't know the French to carry this off. This is the Fred Talk Podcast. You are here with your host. It is Mr. Budget Pedal Job. Uh, you are joined by a myriad of people today. Uh, you, that one, say hello. Hello, I am Lee, your friend and runner of Pedalboards of Doom, and I will be your co-host today. Thank you very much. Other co-hosts include Mr. Matthew. Hey, hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Yeah. I, n- I never speak until I'm told to. <laughs> <laughs> and we are joined and- by Mr. Will Powell. Hello, hello, hello. How are we? Very, very smooth. Smooth First. radio voice. You are Indeed. listening to uh, 185P Bot Radio. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Oh, so, uh, behind the scenes, there was some flapping. We're a little bit like like a duck at the moment. Where on the top we are graceful and calm, and below the surface, flappy feet. Um, so an air of smoothness, and calm. Um, how are we all? Are we are we all good? I don't think I've even yeah. had a chance to, to even talk to you before this cast. So, Lee, you all right? I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. You're How all right? right? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. It doesn't seem so long ago since uh, since I did a, a podcast with Matt, who is here also. How are you, Matt? Uh, not hungover. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that doesn't convince me at all. Survey said that that was a lie. <laughs> it, it may have been. I, I may have made a very poor decision to go out after playing rugby yesterday and then work a ten and a half hour shift today. Oof. Is that maybe your fans? No. That was just me working for ten and a half hours while over. Oh, right, that was okay. horrible. Oh, just We've, we, we have missed one Mr. Joe Halliday in the comments. Hi, Joe. Hey, hey Joe. Hi, Joe. Oh, oh! I've I've got a Joe. I've got a Joe here. In fact, I've got two Joes. Here's here's a Joe. This is a lovely Joe. Everyone, hold up your Joes! Oh, oh. hang on. I got a, a I got a special one. <laughs> I, I did I the think we've all got a special one. Here we go. This this Joe's almost as big as my face. BLT Will, man. Will's just made my my pedal feel bad because he just said like insinuated that it isn't special. <laughs> Can I point out that I win because both of mine are attached to a board that I use regularly, and therefore I can't grab them and, and hold them up. All right, because you know I, I actually use mine. The right lardy dar, Mister. I use my pedals. <laughs> I actually gig, don't you know? Yeah, that's it. <clears throat> oh dear, there's the coughs again. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to get the edit button out. Um, so Sorry, let's let's kick this podcast off. Um, because pontificating is fun and all, um, but we've got a job to do. We're here to entertain, guys. Um, so, uh, who, who are we going to start off with? Um, let's start off with one of the guys who I haven't got written down. Um, Matt or Will, do you want to wanna give us some of what you've been up to this week? A brief introduction to someone? I was trying to work out who the hell Matt or Will was. 
Lee sitting there. Oh my god! Uh, Matt Alden. I was thinking, what, who's he talking to? <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll do it in that order. Matt, Matt, what have you been up to? In fact, I know um, I know what you've been up to. Let's uh, let's talk about that. Yeah, I suppose if you follow me on Instagram, you've probably been a little bit annoyed with the amount of posts that I've been making in the last couple of days <laughs> because um, some items that we talk about on tomorrow's cast have arrived. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it will never get old and will never get less weird that, saying that phrase. What we talk about tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so uh, yeah. So, my, my telly, um, Squire Classic Vibe 60s custom telly and Martial Horizon 5 have arrived and they have basically lived plugged in for the last four days. That is, that is beautiful. So, give us a little, um, a little kind of demo review of uh of both um pretty much how, how is the uh, how's the classic vibe to start off with um it's fantastic i was expecting a heavy guitar um i've i've had normal telecasters in the past which are fairly weighty guitars um this one's lighter than my thin line and it's a solid body <laughs> okay okay yeah <laughs> which really confused me but you know i'll go with it um really nice really comfortable to play the next Thinner than um, I would normally like, but um, I, I can get a, sort of get on, get a, get on and put up with that. It's the the kind of neck that most people like. You've got a fetish um, for chunky necks, haven't you? I do. Uh, yeah, I I basically want a baseball bat cut in half you... and then put frets on it. Yeah, I can only imagine your uh, your internet browser search history. Oh, we we don't talk about my internet browser <laughs> search. <laughs> Private mode, guys. Come on. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, um, so yeah, um, that's arrived. Um, it plays fairly nice. Um, I have a little issue with the setup of it, but bearing in mind that I'm changing the saddles and changing the scratch plate, I was going to ruin the setup anyway. Yeah. Um, but it was a little bit rattly on the D and G strings. Okay, so you've just kind of adjusted those up a little bit to uh, to compensate for that, or have you just left it? Uh, I, I adjusted those very slightly uh, yeah. myself because it I like to start with I just said oh, I'm not going to bother and then I realised that I wasn't going to have much time to like actually swap out the parts when they arrived so I just thought right well I'm going to be playing it like this for like probably a week or two I might as well just up it slightly it comes with the the right Allen key so I didn't even have to search through my toolkit um, so I just did it. I mean that's always a nice touch, isn't it? When it when it comes with a set of keys that allow you to do your adjustments. Yeah, yeah, and like I say, it was simple enough. It was a thirty second job. They needed upping ever so slightly, and of course, they're both on the same saddle on the Telecaster. Yeah, and, and considering the fact that it had come from an entire different country, um, or at least an entire different island. Um, it, it, it is a different country. I'm not part of your country. <laughs> well, I, you I don't can. want. To, I don't want to be sort of shoehorned in with you, Brexit loving. I scum. really do not blame you. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, take us all in, please. <laughs> oh my yeah, God, heads, I hate it. Heads, we, heads, uh, we sign up for this uh, Isle of Man. Um, come over here and get a work permit it's like if you ask for one they'll give you one <laughs> <laughs> so easy uh, yeah pretty much as long as you say you've got a skill that nobody else on the island has you don't have to prove it you just have to say you've got it okay <laughs> just yeah. say i've got i've got a skill and they'll go 
brilliant. Here's a work permit. Cool. Uh, I mean, do, do you have any people on the the island that can juggle? Is that a... probably? Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got anyone on the island who can kill a uh, a seagull with a ninja star from 150 yards? Oh, everyone guy. knows they I, have will. Come I, on. I, <laughs> I wish we did, because those things are just everywhere. But they're, they're classed as an endangered species here, despite the fact that they're overrunning. I'll tell you what, like, they probably would food be if Will was there. <laughs> but yeah, um, where, how did we get here? <laughs> Who knows? Telecaster. <laughs> By boat, I should imagine. <laughs> yeah, te- telecasters are a, are a gateway drug to the nonsense. Um, I think that's a podcast title right there, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> um, how, so, how do you find the pickups? Uh, because I, I gave you a little bit of a rundown on my opinions, like thinking back about two years when I had one. Uh, so, how yeah. are you finding them? Very impressed. Um, bearing in mind that this guitar was less than 350 quid. Yeah. Um, I was expecting cheap pickups that sounded, you know, kind of muddy and dead and needed swapping out for something that actually functioned as a pickup. But um, depending on which mode, like, I've only tried them through the new amp, but um, depending on which mode you, you're in on the amp, you get a very different sound. Um, I think it's because, obviously, when you drop a valve amp into half-watt mode from the five watt mode, it's almost like a um, what do you call it in the effects loop? Where attenuator. You, it's almost like an attenuator, and it kind of t- takes away a little bit of the top end. Um, but in the in the five watt mode, both pickups are bright enough to cut through without sounding harsh. Yeah. Um, I was expecting them either to be far too bright or far too dull, and they're not. They're they're really good sounding pickups. I don't. I have no sort of qualms about gigging with that guitar as it is. Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic for a squire, isn't it? You know, you don't. You, not that long ago, you wouldn't have expected. You just wouldn't have got it from a squire. Yeah, you, no, no, not at all. You, mm. Yeah, you'd, you'd almost, uh, you'd almost be buying the pickups with the guitar, so that you could switch them out straight away. Yeah, yeah. The classic yeah, vibes have always had great quality control, and I, yeah. I personally think that there is a point where your money is better spent on a Squire Classic Vibes than some bottom-of-the-line Fender Mexicans. Yeah, I mean, yeah. a much better that, quality instrument. And you get the same thing with the Mexican where it crosses over with the Americans as well. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I mean, that's why they um, they re, uh, reinvented the, the entire series recently, isn't it? Because people were, were opting for the Classic Vibe over the Mexican standards. Um, yeah, uh, and, and the the classic vibes have all come down in price recently, so they were sitting between like four hundred and four fifty for a while, and now most of them are between three hundred and three fifty at the moment. Um, I don't know whether this is like a a, a flash sale that's gonna they're gonna go back up or what, but um, yeah, if if you're looking to get one, now's the time to get one. Yeah, they might be looking to get rid of stock because they might have a new series coming out at Nam. You see that a lot with retailers trying to get rid. That's not that I know anything, obviously, but you can, you can kind of read the market like you know yeah, finger yeah. in the air and say, hey, like there's a lot of sales on those going on. I wonder if they're just trying to push them out the door for new stuff to come through. And and I would have thought that apart from the fact that I had to wait six weeks for them the store to get this guitar in before they could ship it to me. Um, and that was the case with all the stores in the UK. Um, they didn't have any classic vibes in stock. Um, 
So they were waiting for stock before they were sending out. Because I know um, one of our friends who was on the podcast way back when, uh, Chris Wilson, also picked up a 50s telly. And again, he ordered his about three weeks after mine and still had to wait till the same time I did before his shipped to him. Yeah, has he got his now then? I think so. Maybe he doesn't. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't think he'd, he'd quite got it yet. But uh, he's he's a man who's had many classic vibes in the... Uh... In the past, hasn't? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's literally like um, I I mentioned on the last podcast. I'm changing the white scratch plate for a black one yeah. and putting um, the uh, compensated, uh, compensated yeah. brass saddles. And Chris sent me a photo of a guitar that he put together four years ago, which was the same model that I've got with a black scratch plate and compensated brass saddles. Matt, we've like got a question. This. Sorry, Dave. We've got a question for you in the comments. Um, Andrew said, it's not too bright. Is, um, does it even sound like a telly then? Uh, because tellies um, do tend to be bright. It it can be bright if you want it to be, but I'm, what I mean is it's not too bright for a telly pickup. So yeah. it's it, it's not horribly harsh sounding and it's tameable with a tone control, whereas really cheap pickups tend to... Right. The tone control doesn't do much. It, it's either too bright or there's no tone at all, yes. whereas this... They're quite woolly, nice aren't sweep. they? The, uh, cheap tone, tone circuits, whereas I think in the in the classic vibe stuff, they've uh, they've spent that little extra on a, on a good tone cap uh, and made yeah. it usable. Well, it might not be tone cap. They might be doing something very similar to um, uh, the TBX-style um, tone controls, which is an extra resistor added to ground, um, which changes the value ever so slightly. So you're just ma- basically moving the frequency range ever so slightly up. So it, it really depends. But yeah, you often see that it's just some really low-based um, cap on very low-budget cu- guitars, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... My Makes my sense. assumption is is that they've uh, they've they've put that little that tiny like what would be an extra couple of pence worth of material into it. <laughs> oh but yeah. Actually, actually, kind of thought about it and thought actually we can get we can get a really usable instrument out of this, and the the sales on those really do uh, really do back that up as well, don't they? Um, and very quickly without uh, without kind of staying on. Uh, on our, what we've been up to for too long. Uh, the the origin. What do you think, Matt? Um, it's perfect. It's perfect for what I need it for. It's exactly what I need. It's a valve amp that you can turn up as loud as it goes on the half watt mode, and it still be quiet enough to play in a flat. Um, when there's other people out, I can also stick it in the five watt mode. It opens the amp up a little bit. Um, it's fairly dark in the in the the half watt mode, but it's still got a nice sort of. Uh, a, a nice tone to it. Um, you've got to turn the tilt and the and the treble up quite a bit to kind of get yeah, a nice sort of frequency it. of it. Yeah, um, but it 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 does give a nice tone. And then when you want to um, drop it into the um, five watt mode, um, it just sounds like a a, a classic Marshall amp. Um, very good sound. I was I was worried about an eight inch speaker, but um, it doesn't sound like a. A, a cheap practice amp it sounds like a, yeah, a yeah. decent valve amp it's the kind of thing you could mic up and gig with absolutely absolutely and uh for those who are interested uh after the cast is finished heel underscore matt q at instagram you'll be able to find matt's uh little rundowns of, of uh both of these the telly and the uh the origin yeah uh, so there's there's a few little sound clips on there at the moment um and there'll be more going up in the next few days 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And hopefully we can work out a little uh, little demo review for the Budget Pedal Chap channel. Maybe like, like a sneaky sneaky. Yeah, yeah. So I'll see if we can sort something out. Beauts. Um, Will? You were. Uh, Hello. Can I quickly um, uh, come in about the origin? Um, I know S- Stuart Tate's in the in the uh, comment section. Like, Stuart, you've got an origin as well. Um, how are you finding it? Also, I'd like to say hello to Max um, from the what's that? What's his group called? It is uh, the uh, UK audio, YouTuber yeah. Guild. Yes, it was very long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah, yeah. Let's abbreviate it a touch. Yeah. Hi, Max. <laughs> Hi, Stuart. Uh, both both those guys, top guys. Stu also said that you look like Axel Rose, and I think he fancies you. Um, I, I think I think what we should say is Axel Rose wishes, uh, <laughs> or Stuart has just pulled out the one of the biggest insults to me. Um, so I might have to might have to give him a, a little bit of a pimp slap next time I see him. Do you know what Joe's just said? Um, Joe Halliday's just said that um, Elwood uses a small marshal to monitor Billy Gibbons during live shows, so it must be good. I don't know if it, that necessarily means it's the um, uh, the origins, but it could be. Stu's oh. just come in and said the origins actually very nice. It's loud and quiet clean. Oh, uh, quite clean, not quiet clean. I thought that the um, <laughs> the off stage uh, marshal was a class five. Uh, okay, is that the uh, is that the jubilee? It was it was the predecessor to the the kind of origin stuff. It didn't it oh, okay. didn't stay around for long. Um, but there's there's videos of Bonamassa cranking the absolute shit out of one, and believe it or not, it sounds good when you stick a, a vintage Les Paul through it. So <laughs> what a surprise! Yeah, what a surprise! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, crazy, isn't it? Uh, Will, Will, um, hello. Very like almost seconds before we went live, you showed us uh, a little little thing that you were um, that you got this week. Do you want to do you want to share this with the? Oh yes, yeah. Um, so I've been looking. Uh, my pedal board is. Um, well, I actually posted it into uh, on Reddit on r slash cable porn because I uh, I was very meticulous about tying all the cables down, and that was quite popular. Um, it got to the top of the subreddit, which was funny. So anyway, I was looking for um, trying to find the smallest expression pedal that I could fit on a board. And it turns out it is this pedal from Loopverk. And it is a giant knob that you turn either with putting your foot on top of it like that <laughs> or with the side of your foot like yeah, yeah. that. And it is about 50 mil by 50 mil. And that's probably the smallest expression pedal that you can fit on a board and is still actually usable. Um, so I'm very excited to get that on the board and change my uh, Univibe uh, <laughs> time on it. So, yeah, excited oh, about nice, that. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, man. Yeah. And what, because uh, you, haven't you uh, switched your Univibe recently or? Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm using a Drybell Vibe machine now and it is. Sounds at- painful. <laughs> yeah, we we might always got to get some lube on there. One hundred percent wet. That's what you want. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to draw it Personally, I, I would run an extension. Uh, sorry, an expression pedal off the board like a woodawa. Yeah, like a woodawa. Um, unfortunately, I don't have that opportunity with touring and gigging. Um, I need to have something that I can move very quickly and doesn't take up a lot of space. So I like to have everything on the board, um, and I even have my wah on the board. Um, and it's a more water, and I haven't heard a better wah, honestly. It sounds okay. so good. 
was the that's the one with the like fold out um yeah feet on it it is what, yeah and the pressure sensor um to turn it off and on yeah, so was, you don't have to click anything yeah uh the, yeah the, um there's been crybabies that have done that as well that that uh, yeah, the the, uh, the base ones were doing that, weren't they? And uh, I can't remember, but I, I think they did it on some of the mini ones as well. Mm. Okay. Um, we had a comment from Chloe, uh, Chloe Jade Hud, who said those damn cables took him forever. <laughs> That's my, <laughs> That will be my uh, significant other. And they I did. thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> That's Chloe. Um, hi, lovely. Uh, and she had the painful opportunity to watch me cable tie that board for maybe three or four nights in a row. <laughs> so she's a, she's a, a pedal board widow for that period. Yep. Um, <laughs> we we've heard some some quite legendary stories about how uh, how awesome your other half is. So, a big shout out to Chloe and yeah, um, we we sympathise with, with your pain. Um, <laughs> uh, we've also got uh, Stu uh, predictably said everyone loves a giant knob, and then he said a wet bill. Blah blah. blah. <laughs> it's just <laughs> yep yeah. Um, God, he's getting Stuart. into the spirit of the Frat Talk podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah. he's he's he's, he's Cla- Chloe said Chloe said more like seven. Um, uh, in re- in reply to Will, obviously there. Oh, um, yeah. Matt Max has said um, I've got something that I can move quickly that doesn't take up a lot of space by Moore. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> yeah, is, is this a guessing game now? Me and Max grew up around the same sort of area, and it's not known for you know. If we ever do things like this, just ignore us. Fair <laughs> <laughs> play. Um, right. Lee, you... Me? Uh, Lee, that's you, yes. Just checking. Um, you've, been, you've been playing uh, playing with some pedals this week, haven't you? Have I? I've been playing with some pedals today. Um, I've... Uh, Yes, I have been yes. playing with the DD200, um, this one here. Uh, in fact, I can bring this up in the uh, in the images. Um, and I didn't think I was going to be particularly interested in DD200. I thought it was going to be a great pedal, but I already have the, um, the, the, the 500, yeah, yeah. which is like the mothership, really, isn't it? Um. I can't believe how much I'm getting on with it. I'm spending more time with it than I am anything else. It's just simply because if I need to change the parameters, um, one of the best things about it is the parameter knob on it, which um, changes depending on what setting you're on. So if you're on uh, the drum, it changes which heads you're using. If you're on a shimmer, I think it changes the octave, and so on and so forth. It change- So you don't have to go into the menu and find yeah, those pre- find specific, specific pre- yeah. in fact there isn't any menus it's really really easy um, I, you know what would take me maybe 20-30 minutes t- to find for a new setting on the DD500 I'm finding instantly on here which is great the only downside of this is it doesn't have some of the features like uh, it doesn't have ducking on every uh, it has a ducking delay on it which is great yeah. Um, but, but that's an it doesn't on every delay with the 500. 
Exactly, and I, I like to use a, just a tad of ducking. So if I'm if I'm playing a lead line, it just gets out of the way just ever so slightly. So it's still there. You want that subtle, way. subtle quack when you when you get the but yeah given just the way that this has been behaving and you know the quality of the sounds is there the quality of the sounds is from what i can tell is exactly the same as the dd500 but um everything is so much easier to use i just keep looking down because i'm looking at it but yeah i i'm really impressed with this i tried the looper out today which i hadn't bothered and and it was um because it's only like basically on two switches and i thought this would be harder to use in the dd500 wasn't really yeah really wasn't i mean that's so you're almost aiming towards kind of two different markets there aren't you with the with the 500 it's very much that um that that player who who will be fine-tuning every little aspect of their sound before they go and do their set um and and the 500 has got all of those little um intimate parameters that will get you get you that specific sound whereas the Which 200 well sorry what well, and i love that i love the so yeah. i'm i'm building a a big board and i'm going to be putting an es8 on it and i'm going to have that linked up to the dd500 because i'm going to just basically get some patches on there and start planning some patches and i'm going to have that running through midi and where it's running through midi i'll be able to just swap in in and out the um the patches and i can have loads and loads of patches on there and each one precisely dialed in for each different patch and that's great you can have midi on this but i want to have the functionality and the precision over all of that this yeah. is what I'm doing in here. One of the reasons I've moved everything around is one of the things I've been doing the last couple of weeks. I've been moving my studio around again in order to make it a comfortable workplace, but also somewhere I can very easily um, record demos. I'm going to have a switcher, which I've got down here. So it's an old G-Lab switcher. And I'm going to have this in the loop of one of the, uh, along with a couple of other um, <coughs> pedals. And that means yeah. I'm just going to be able to dial in really quickly a nice delay that's going to be able to go with a fuzz or, uh, you know, whatever. And it's not going to take me 20 minutes to kind of like dial in the right delay to f- suit with that effect. I'll yeah. just be able to go, bang, there you go, it's done. Yeah, it's 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 very much the the kind of delay that will just get you straight there. I mean, as I think we, we were mentioning on the last live cast, you've got... You've got an entire range now. I mean, you've got like the the DD three and the DD eight, which will be for those yeah. those players who just want to get in there, just want maybe like one or two kind of core sounds, or just want to get in there and get playing. Well, the the DD three is really for that, isn't it? And then the DD seven slash eight, because I don't know if you well, well anyway, DD seven slash eight will be for the people who want just that little bit more functionality, but save the yeah. space. This isn't too much bigger, like you say. This is this will be the next step up. Yeah, and it bridges the gap then between those compact series and the and the five hundred like mega computer kind of delay. Yeah, yeah. Stu Tate has just said he doesn't understand why it's got the silly little three um, mil um, <coughs> jacks for the MIDI um, because you'd have to buy another cable. But I think that's to save space internally because this feel, thing feels like it's absolutely packed. Yeah. And it a, really does. a standard that seems to be coming across, especially with like pedals from Chase Bliss and a lot of other manufacturers, is they're moving away from full-size MIDI jack, um, yeah. which is really interesting. Um, 
I guess it, it must be harder for people to get those cables um, to to get along with them, especially doing custom lengths. It would take me forever to solder a custom length of MIDI cable, but I could do the TRS in yeah. seconds. You just yeah. look. I've, I've got the two here. Sorry, I'm. Like you are making so. What am I doing? <laughs> Sorry. This I've is got... great for the audio listeners. They yeah. <laughs> love this. So look, yeah, you look at the difference there. I know everyone knows what the difference is, but you just look at it. It's so obvious. That's yeah. why they've changed it because it's the difference is huge. Look. Yeah, you know, quite literally, that one's huge. Well, there, yeah, that one is. Uh, um, sorry, sorry, that was the wrong one I got out. Hey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Stu, so you, Stu said just said he's just too tight to buy a new cable, but man, you know, we're 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 looking at they're just normal stereo three and a half jack cables. You know, they're, they're yeah. the cheapest cables on earth. Yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. cheaper than this. Yeah, these you you're more likely to be able to get get those. Um, in a less specialist place, um, or uh, solder your own as well. Yes, yeah, and or, or solder your own. Yeah, so we're then talking getting kind of custom lengths easier. Because mm. yeah. I, I don't, I've, I've n- literally never, um, never jumped into any kind of MIDI stuff because I am very much towards Scared. the DD three end of everything <laughs> rather than the DD five hundred. Um, but I would. <laughs> Oh, scares the life out of me. Scares the life out of me. It really does. Yeah. Midis, yeah. But I'm I'm getting into it. It's not as bad as you guys think. Um, all of my last boards have been that because in the position I'm in in a rocket complex, I just have to push a button and everything has to happen. Yeah, so yeah. If, for you, you're in, it makes yeah, complete sense, doesn't it? If you're jamming, it's oh, let me bend down here, let me turn on this parameter, and then turn off this, and then do this over here, and then you're out of the moment of creativity. So yeah, that, yeah. that that doesn't really work for that application. But for someone who's, I, I call it on rails, like all of our songs have, the same thing has to happen yeah, throughout, yeah. in our gig. Yeah, no, absolutely. Time. That makes sense. I, yeah. I suppose Stu's just click, uh, hit on a, a good point here. He says, no, because his MIDI switcher still has a full-size MIDI out. But I believe Boss have said, uh, and I'm pretty sure, I've, I hope I've got this right, um, that they're selling a very cheap normal midi to uh the to the three quarter thing yeah. converter and it is it's very very cheap okay beautiful um i, I yeah. suppose i should probably do a, a bit of what well, i've been up to um I'm gonna... want, uh we had the um string butler thing you wanted me to do yeah i was, I was gonna do that afterwards it's all right you said i was gonna do that when i was doing this Go on, go on, go on. Okay, sorry, I just didn't want us to forget it. Um, Okay, so we um, (laughs) it's written down, right? Okay, guys, so we had a um, some stuff sent to us by the guys over at String Butler. Now this um, included. Let me bring them up on the pictures here. So we've got. So uh, this here, which is a sorry, th- this yeah. is a thing that goes onto a Les Paul style headstock, and yeah. it it straightens out the string angles. Um, you do still get a bit of a curve on it, but the curve is on on the wheel, as you can see on the screen. So for the listeners who can't see this, you've yeah. got um, Let's five show you a, a standard you three, three b three headstock. Here, here we go. Yeah. So we've got. 
and 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 this is where the problem lies, isn't it? Where you've got because these these ones the the angle isn't as bad, so the 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 two E's the angle's very shallow going onto the nut. Whereas the G and the uh, the, D. the D and the G, the angle is is so extreme there. It's having to break across and then straighten out in in the in the um, the groove of the nut, which is where the binding happens. Yeah, and what what they've done here is although you do still have that rake, it's it's on a um, it's on a little wheel, so you don't have the resistance there. Yeah. And I've put this on two of my guitars, and it seems to have worked. I was very very impressed. I still do lube the other bits and pieces, but I don't have to lube my nut anymore. <laughs> I'm joking, I do. But, um, you know, uh, it's it's solved a lot of tuning issues, and especially when I'm recording demos, that's a pain in the ass. So these are great, and they also do these uh, extra bits, which are... Oh, Lydia, where have you gone? Uh, there it is, right there. Here it is. So these were something extra. These are called the Burdock. And this, uh, Matt loved this, didn't you, Matt? Um, this was the thing, this was the pre Velcroed back for your boss pedals. Yeah. Um, it, <laughs> what, like, just, just put Velcro in. Like, I, I know people get precious about, oh, you've got, you've got to be able to see the serial number and you've got to be able to prove yeah. it's a Japanese one. Just stick Velcro on the pedal and put it on your board. Yeah. yeah. I, I've, I, I'm not completely sold on it, but use, when I've used it, I've got it on one, one or two of my pedals. I've got it on this one, I think. Yeah, there's one on this one. And what I found was it worked really, really, really well. Um, it's you know the velcro is very high quality it's stuck on properly and it's the the trouble with the back of boss pedals is that they have very odd sort of you know yeah there's a thick isn't there in places yeah so you've got dips and stuff it's not um a a problem that's only for boss i mean this is a a a joyo uh vintage overdrive and that's you try and get some Velcro onto that. You've got some contact there, some contact there, but you've got this massive sticker in the center, which won't be doing anything for your Velcro. Look and most it. of the time it will pull it off anyway, because it's such a small amount of contact space. Yeah. As soon as you try and pull that off, it will just break the glue. Look at this. This is a MXR Classic 108 Fuzz. And on the back, you've got this humongous battery component, which looks like an afterthought. Um, <laughs> yeah, it does a bit, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, and, and it just sticks out so much that you can't really... Um, yeah. But straight away, all I'd do is take that plastic piece off, and then you you can just put Velcro on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there, there's ways around Simple it, solutions, but it's, yeah. I've done that before. And it, it's kind of... You know, it's a little bit messing around. And if you want the battery in it, for instance, then, you know... Then we can do. Then go and play in the seventies. Also, <laughs> stop hitting the planet, <laughs> please. Um, there is one small thing um, that that pedal show. I have to uh, credit them with this. Uh, Dan Steinhardt likes to flip the back of the uh, the panel on the back of Boss pedals. Flip it over so that you have a flat section to put any Velcro on. Well, this, this is a very old technique. And it's, it's a great idea. Um, I've, I've been telling people to do that for years. And then, a few years ago... Sorry, I'm still fucking about with bits and pieces. Um, a few years ago, um, Boss started really filling up that cavity. And when I tried to flip it over on, say, the Wazacross metal zone, there's no room. You can't flip it over. 
Uh, that's fair enough. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's, so this this does have a place for some people. Anyway, look, we're going to be giving these away. <laughs> so yeah, back onto topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, we we've got quite a, a lot to give away. So I'm just going to look at my phone because the list on here is, is massive. Um, and you. Jungle is massive. You, ju- you just need jungle to is massive, Matt. Because, You're right. You know. Jungle is massive. <laughs> okay, so the prizes will be. This is what there is. This is the list of it. So you got um, ten burdocks. So they're the ones we were just talking about. The Velc- pre-Velcro backs for the boss pedals. Yeah. We've got five string butlers version threes in black, silver, gold, or acrylic. So they come in different colours to suit the different uh, guitars. Yeah. Um, we got three string butler version twos. I don't know what the difference are. I do apologise. Uh, they're black, silver, gold, and acrylic. And uh, two string butler version fours in aluminium black. We've got two string butler t-shirts in black, extra large. Two string butler t-shirts um, in black, large, and two string butler t-shirts in black, medium. Uh, for every winner, there is one string butler sticker and five string butler plectrums, and there will be one winner who wins. So that those prizes will go to everyone. We're going to come up with a, a competition. We're going to release on the website this week. Uh, sorry, on Pedalboards of Doom this week, and we'll share that on Fret Talk and everywhere as well. But we're also going to have one grand prize for one person, which will be one string butler premium box. Uh, one string butler version free black, one burdock, one string butler t-shirt, and one button and five plectrums. One button? Maybe get a, a button, pin, apparently. Maybe a, a pin. Like a barefoot buttons type thing? Maybe like the uh, the little buttons that the uh, the alternative uh, alternative boys and girls used to have on their bags when they were like 15. Like, <laughs> peace, I'm man. just... Yeah, so look, we're going to put that up. Um, we're going to work out what the competition will be, and I will tell, <coughs> I will tell um, our colleagues here, and they will talk about it in the next po- um, podcast as well, which won't be Beautiful. the next one, will it? No, it, but it will, it will be wibbly wobbly timey wimey. So it will be three podcasts time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatevs. Right, okay, as my wife would say. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're going to get that. We'll release that everywhere, and. When we come to uh, possibly the next live stream, we'll announce the winners. Yeah, I should yeah, imagine. Yeah, so Do you reckon we'll get out done that on that one? Probably not, mate. I'd, I'd uh, maybe do it two live streams time, but I don't know. Yeah. We'll 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 iron out the details and get that put in the Peabod group and the Fretzel Podcast group, and two, make sure that you all know it. I'm yep. gonna do very very quickly. Is <clears throat> what we'll do is I will add a picture of my headstock. I've put the clear one on, and I'll just add that in as we talk about other things. Okay, okay. Because um, it looks doing now looks awesome. We, um, we're we're pretty far in to be honest, and I was going to talk about um the up and coming um videos on Pedalboard of Doom YouTube, which have been kindly. And very patiently edited by our good friend Will. Hey, hi, Will. Uh, hello again. <laughs> Still here. <laughs> good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I think what we're actually going to do is we're going to move on to um, a, a comment slash 
uh, question that Will had put forward to the group, uh, which was, uh, it was it was kind of like a like a little um, a little challenge, a challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to bring conversation topics, or you know, as some people call them, conversational hand grenades. Um, <laughs> Go for it. So this one is um, well, we've got four people on the cast. So uh, depending on how much time we have, I don't think we're going to be able to do every single version of this. But maybe we should each pick another person in the group and then pick for them one amp, one pedal, and one guitar we think they would either love or think that they would hate. <laughs> okay. So, who wants to go first? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go for Lee. Um, that's, that's, that's a problem because I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's All right. So, Pick no, one I'll, amp, one pedal, and one guitar for one of your friends on the cast today that you think they'll either love or e- either hate. And okay, I've got to pick. I've got to pick Adam. No. Have I? No, 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 I, no. You can pick. Who you I, want. I am choosing you. So I am going to. I'm going to give you you a rig. Okay. Okay. okay right. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you a tuner pedal because you weren't listening. Uh, best. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna give you um, the amp. Ooh, I'm I'm gonna give you a uh, I'm gonna give you a victory. I'm, I'm gonna think I'm gonna give you the kraken. Um, it's a, it's a bit a bit fire breathy and a bit a bit gainy, and I think you'd like that. Um, and for the guitar. I mean the the obvious money would go for the Les Paul, but I don't think I'm going to go there. I think I'm going to go for something like a uh, a Charvel Guthrie Go Van Sig because it Could will be worse. Yeah, that's right. It, okay, because it'll okay. do. Uh, my, my thought process behind it is that um, you you mainly a Les Paul player, but you've also got some of those single coil guitars as well, um, and you you like to flip between them. Uh, but your main thing is a big old rock machine, which the the sir def uh, sorry the sir <laughs> the the what was a previously a sir the Charvel would would uh, definitely do, and it will mm. cover so many of the um, so many of the bases for that, and then sticking that through a, a victory as well. You're gonna get all the all the tonal uh, total areas that you'd you'd ever need. Uh, you you would have got a MXR blue box as well, but now you've got you've got a tuner, and not even a good one. Maybe like a uh, an extra know. budget. Tuner. I, I just hope I've got a really big room to play this in because the Kraken doesn't have reverb, does it? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no delay, no fucking reverb. What, what are you doing to me, man? You'll have to take all that cladding off the wall. <laughs> yeah. It's an absolutely so direct Kraken amp, though, isn't it? It's a crack Kraken amp. Kraken-am. Yeah. Wait, wait. All right, wait. okay. Right, next. So, one. go on. Who's Who, next? Who's next? Let's have Lee go for somewhere else. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right then. Okay. Well, I think I think um, Adam. Um, <laughs> I, f- I think that uh, I think I would get you a. A square bullet or an encore, maybe? Um, no, wow. no, 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 I can't. I can't. <laughs> That's harsh, dude. No. Yeah, considering I've just bought you a, 
a fucking Charvel. That's all right, man. You get an angle with it. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> right. Um, right. What should I? What would I get you? It's like having a, a sports car with shit brakes and. It, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really bad wheels. Yeah. You will be in in a field in moments time. <laughs> Okay, right, so guitar, I, f- I think I would go for, um, I would love to see what you would do with one of these Strandberg tellies. Did I show you them? Yeah, we yeah. have talked about it before, yeah. So, so yeah. yeah, oh man, they were so good. I, I really loved them, and I'd, I'd love to see what you'd do with one of them, because I think, I think you'd enjoy it. Cause you like, sell it and buy a Fender. Yeah, I was going to say, the eBay <laughs> yeah, yeah. would be the first option. You could sell it and buy two Fenders, probably, if you really wanted to. So, no. yeah. I'd give Sorry. it a good crack. Go on, go on. The, the, I okay. mean, the quality is all right, yeah, cool. Oh, man, the necks are awesome as well. They really are. Anyway, um, yeah, so from that, I think I'd go for something like a uh, two rock. Yeah. Oh, yes. Two rock. And ooh, Mojo, Mojo. Yes. Okay. My man. That's a good choice. <laughs> good choice. Had to be. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's a pretty decent haul there, that is. What's going to be awkward now is Will and Matt really don't really know each other. <laughs> yeah, this is the first time we've met. But yeah. I think if, if I go now, I think I have enough information about him because I don't follow him on Instagram. I wasn't going to cheat and look at my phone or anything. So uh, obviously you are playing a telly as of late. So yeah. you're playing a Squire Classic Vibes version. Let's give you a bit of an upgrade to that. Ooh. So let's give you one of my favorite Telecasters, which is medium priced in the Fender range, which is the Fender Baja, um, because the modes on it are so versatile. I I don't know what kind of styles of music you need to play. So now I'm just going to give you all of them. (laughs) I mean, that's fairly handy. Yeah, good, good. Pretty decent. Um, You talk about Marshalls. So I, I can't I, see because we don't have any banter yet. I can't really pick anything that would like make you laugh. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say um, I'm gonna pick a, a Friedman uh, for you because that is one hell of a Marshall. Um, uh, uh, but then you're saying ah, I should have picked something. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick you the hundred watt head, but I'm gonna give you the smallest cab in their range because you were like, oh, I'm not sure about eight inch speakers. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna put a hundred watts through like a one twelve. <laughs> okay. ba- balanced on the top of a, a one. Yeah, it's gonna like... you're gonna need to balance it somehow. Get a couple books or something. <laughs> a couple of books and a box. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then pedal. That's the thing. We you haven't talked about any pedals yet. Give him a delay. Don't give me it. <laughs> You're not yeah, a big delay fan. He was saying about how much he loves the um, the Hello Sailor stuff. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll give you. Oh, perfect! You've got a, a Marshall 100 watt. Let's give you a Rangemaster. Excellent. There you go. And there we go. So, like, bear in mind you don't know me at all. We did a podcast maybe 50 episodes ago where we talked about what we'd buy if we had any amount of money in the world. Right. And I picked a Friedman amp. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, you're pretty much spot on. Nice. Perfect. Well, now uh, it's your turn for, uh, I uh, guess, for me. <laughs> yeah, and and I really know absolutely nothing. <laughs> um, so I'm probably going to go with a HSS Custom Shop Strat. 
because I think that covers most bases without being a Baja telly. Nice, yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, I'm going to go for Fender Hot Rod Deluxe oh. as an amp. Oh, please, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, oh god, oh no! You're not a Fender person. No, no, oh. I love, I love Fender guitars. Um, I love the bass breakers, but I can't play clean amps. <laughs> I just can't oh, do it. Oh, in that it. case, I, I can. I'll fix that. No, then. no, no, it's um, fine. I have to use the shitty drive channel. That's on it. Please say metal zone. Please say metal zone. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not going to save for metal zone. We're going to go with a uh, Hello Sailor Kossoff drive. Oh no! Nice. Oh, I really want to try yes. one of them. Yeah. So do I. I really like oh, especially after the Pete Honoré video this week. Oh, that was... Been meaning to watch that. Yeah. Yes. You really should, man. He gets some great tones out of that. Thing. He, he, really he does, does. He does uh, another one, which is um, a, a range master and that drive as well, doesn't he? Called uh, Free yeah. Range. Yeah, that's, yes. that's, that's, what, yeah, that's what he sent. Yep. Oh, yeah. is that the one Pete, Pete um, demoed, is it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> So uh, yeah, Chloe I mean, just chimed in as a message to me saying, and, and it was literally my own rig. She was like, "Oh, how did I do?" She's like, "Countess, <laughs> Super Rev, and the ARP." And I'm like, "Yeah, okay, all right, <laughs> nice." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, if if you're in the chat and you want to suggest a rig for any of us, um, do that, and we'll uh, we'll we'll share them out at random points when we can uh, when we can see them. So Stu, Stu was just saying, interestingly, that um, uh, Mr. Gilbert uh, has ditched the Mojo Mojo, and um, he's uh, getting JHS to work on a signature pedal. Yes, I have heard about that. I've uh, I've heard heard that he's uh, he's letting go of the Mojo Mojo, and he is pretty much dead to me now. So. I mean, we, had a good, we had a good run, Paul. We had a good run. Yeah. It might be a thing of people have left uh, TC. Um, a lot of people have moved on, you know, as careers go. Yeah. Well, so I he may not know anyone there. A lot of them. I was, um, yeah? There's a, a, a company, a distribution company, you know, I, I won't name names, but the, um, the majority of the people working there are ex TC employees, and just basically no one that they used to work with is there anymore. Hmm. Anyway, I won't go into too much detail about that, but that, that's, um, that gives you an idea of what the company's like. Uh, uh, not what the company's like, but the, what the company's situation is at the moment. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, do you want to do some news, gentlemen? News? Yes, news. News. Hit me up, man. Uh, what news should we right. start with? Right, so we're going to start off with uh, a little bit of sad news, actually. Um, so, uh, Jared Dines of Internet Fame. Um, not a not a YouTube personality who I follow too much, um, but he uh, a couple of nams ago he uh, he received a, a a guitar from uh, from Mister Ormsby Perry is it Perry Ormsby? I'm not I making think it that is. Up, I think that, that sounds right. I'm sure that stands uh, for Perry Winkle. Perry Winkle Ormsby. Um, had basically made him an 18 string guitar after a whole kerfuffle of something that went on. If you want to know what happened with that, go and go and research it. It's, it's like a massive thing. Um, oh wow! But yeah, he made him this like this monstrous 18 string guitar. Um, As you can and, see on the screen right now. Yeah, it has 18 strings. Um, it's so ridiculous that you can't get a hand around it. It's a fucking um, harp. So, yeah, so it's the sad news that this this guitar was ever made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so 
I mean, not my personal, not my personal choice. I mean, I struggle enough with six, so adding more on top then makes me confused and scared. I tried an eight string once, so that was not fun. I, I used to own a seven string, and I, I found myself just playing jazz on it. So <laughs> that's not a bad thing. Six strings is too much for me. I struggle. <laughs> that's it. Don't yeah. give me fucking. Matt's coming out as a bass player. <laughs> yeah, Keith, Keith I mean, Richards has got one really of us. One of us. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so, okay. yeah, I mean, so, yeah, what happened? So, the, 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 the news behind it was uh, last week or the week before, um, he started to auction on eBay um, to sell, sell off this eight, uh, 18 string um, monstrosity. Um, but for for absolutely brilliant reasons. So he was using the the proceeds from that to raise money uh, for um, to, to basically like fund um, some beginner beginner guitarists to get some uh, get some new equipment. And so he was doing it for like this noble reason to get uh, get more instruments in in people's hands, which uh, like brilliant brilliant stuff. Anyway, so the um, the bids ended on on that uh, a couple of days ago, and almost as soon as the bids uh, ended, I think he got something like sixteen thousand four hundred was the max bid. Uh, he received a message through on eBay saying, "Oh well, don't uh, don't bid whilst you're drunk. Uh, sorry, guy." Um, so, like first first chap who. Uh, like the, who who made the top bids was essentially saying, "Yeah, I got a little bit tanked up, and I thought it would be a good idea. I can't afford it. I'm not buying it. Um, so that's a bit shit. That so is. What happens with eBay then is you can default to the next highest bidder, and exactly the same happens. He went, well, "Sorry, bud, I was uh, I was drunk. I'm not going to honour this bid." Now, can uh, you imagine turning around this this uh, guy, this Jared guy, turning around to Mister Ormsby after he'd built it and saying, "Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to put in that order. I was a bit pissed." Mm. <laughs> you know, it's, it, you, okay. You got to be a yeah. little bit drunk to order something like that in the first place. But come on, man! If you're going to put some money down on something, you know, yeah. Don't do that. I've had people messing me around. That's why I've got a mess behind me because I've had people uh, say they're going to buy this sofa that's behind me and then not bloody turn up. So I've been taking yeah. deposits now. I've even taken deposits for people and then they've not turned up. So you know, that's yeah, free money. In. Yeah, that's <laughs> that worked bad. out well. They're essentially um, just paying rental on the uh, on the sofa. Then aren't they? <laughs> rental yeah. for something they didn't pick up. So what do, <laughs> what do you guys think? I, I I know I've been bitten on eBay before. I, I tried. I bought a one of my first things ever on eBay was uh, buying a Morley Wah, one of the um, Crybaby, uh, not the Crybaby. Uh, sorry, the um, what's Steve Wise? Steve Wise Wah. Bad horsey. Yes. Bad horsey. Yeah. I bought one of them and never ever saw it. Never ever saw it. What about you guys? So I've heard about the. Um, uh, an eBay scam that's gone around uh, recently, where they've um, like people have bid on guitars um, and then uh, like paid for them, and when they've received the guitars, um, the the guitar case has arrived, but it's been empty, um, and right. th- that's a way of kind of fleecing people or something along those lines. Uh, 
or no, it's the other way around, isn't it? Where whether um, the uh, the the person who who's bought the guitar then like takes a photo of the guitar case and says that it's empty. So essentially, uh, they put it up to an eBay dispute, and eBay always side with the uh, the buyer and not the seller. Uh, so there's been people being fleeced out of um, fleeced out of like essentially like no really way. expensive guitars that way. Oh, um, I have I've I've used eBay for quite a lot, and, and most of the times I've been been all right. Like generally within within acceptable tolerances, what I've ordered has been within that within the kind of safe description. Um, there was one time though, I I, um, I had a real hankering for a very specific um, strat. It was a, a light ash strat from about kind of I think they they were a run from about two thousand four to about two thousand and six seven ish, and they were Korean made. Uh, and they had like amazing specs, but they were they were relatively cheap. Uh, and so I saw uh, saw on eBay that one was going, and it went for something like uh, like two two fifty three hundred or or something like that. So I, I put a bid on it and won it. And when the guitar came, um, it was it just looked a little bit ropier than it it did in the pictures. I thought, okay, um, the it, it's it's a bit ropey, but I'll, I'll I'll try and get on with it. Then the more that I played it, the more I noticed was just a little bit off about this guitar. So the first thing that I noticed the uh, the finish on the guitar was uh, it, it was like a matte finish, and I knew like I had a, a light ash telly from the same series, and I knew that the um, the finish was was a gloss. Um, and like upon inspecting the the finish on this guitar, like where it had been, uh, like wh- where the matte finish was around, like certain joints, you could still see the gloss. Uh, so I was like, well, that the the guy hasn't mentioned that he'd rubbed down the finish, and it it weren't a particularly great job. Uh, but I thought I can I can still deal with that. That's not a problem. Another thing with the uh, the Light Ash series is that they came uh, a standard with um, Seymour Duncan pickups. There was like a Seymour Duncan set, um, and the two of like the the two uh, like the neck and the the bridge looked fine, but the middle pickup didn't look like it fit very well within the the Seymour Duncan uh, plastic cover because. Um, Duncan pickups have got Seymour Duncan stamped on them, so I took the took the plate off, and it was really clear that the the neck and the bridge were like the standard standard pickups. They were stamped. They were they had the cloth wiring. The middle pickup had been changed out. It weren't a particularly bad pickup, but it had been changed out, and it was it was another one of these details where it just weren't mentioned. Um, and it took me about probably about three weeks of arguing with this chap about all of these little details. Like there were other couple of things as well, like the, um, the scratch plate had been really badly cut and it's like, it looked like he'd done it with a hacksaw, make it fit. Cause it was, cause it was an import style. It didn't like the normal, normal style scratch plates. The American styles didn't fit. Yeah. I've got um, it with my, my strat. Yeah. I can't, if I want to change the scratch plate, I have to get a funky cut one. Yeah. 
yeah, you have to you have to cut it yourself. Whereas this guy had bought an American one, it didn't fit, so he he'd hacksawed out the the neck neck pocket, uh, and he he just didn't do a very good job. But I, I was going back and forth with this chap, uh, and he he argued, oh, because you've like because you've taken the strings off and you've you've looked underneath the scratch plate, that's that's now that's now void. I can't take this back. How like, could she possibly find out it was bollocks yeah. stuff without doing that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Yeah, what are you oh, talking man. about, you dickhead? And like, there was literally like three weeks of arguments before before eBay got involved, and they they eventually like said, "No, we'll, we'll refund you. You just need to send it back to the guy." But it was it was so disappointing because it was it was almost there. It was almost at a point where I'd go, oh, "Well, these things aren't so bad." But you don't. If you're buying a guitar that you really, really want, you don't want it to be oh, just okay. You want it to be yeah, the dog's bollocks. Yeah, yeah. We, I think the the old adage is, especially for guitars, is you. Well, I always try not to buy one that I haven't personally seen or played. Yeah. I think that's a really good rule of thumb for most people. Is if if you can go to the guitar first without buying it and say it just, and most people on ebay will be like okay yeah like come over play it first and then see how you yeah. get on it's not I mean, always not always doable but if you can if if you know if if you can't think really deeply about it um you know yeah. that, that, err on the side of caution but if you can even if it's going out of your way a little bit do it because it's well worth it in the end yeah, and when I went to go, uh, when I bought the the Light Ash Tele, some probably about three or four years before that, I actually went and, and met the guy kind of halfway because we lived, we both lived too far away to meet each other at where we lived. But we said like, okay, if we we both drive an hour to this service yeah. station, then like neither of us have got a ridiculous journey then. Uh, and we did that, and then that that was absolutely perfect. Uh, yeah. And I've I've done that on a few occasions, but I've also I've also bought uh, sight unseen um, stuff from eBay. My my main gig into guitar for a, for quite a while was a white uh, Mexican strap from the nineties, um, and I bought that sight unseen, um, and that was beautiful. Yeah, it's not you're not always gonna luck out, but if someone wants to sell something that is a bit dodgy, that's how they're gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you guys want to hear? What rigs our viewers have come up with for us? I would be delighted. Because we're, we're at the hour. <laughs> so, <Go on. coughs> okay, let me scroll up here. So we have... Um, Andrew has asked, can I give you an Encore, a Lion's Fix Spider and a Behringer Wire each? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we can put that together and flog it for something else. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Uh, Rig for Matt from Stu. Gretsch Country Gent. Messa, yes, I'll have. Messagule Rectum, which I'm pretty Get sure he means <laughs> Rectum. Uh, rectum Fryer, he said. Um, an, earthquake, <laughs> uh, an Earthquaker Devices EQD Data Corruptor. Yeah, that can get in the bin as well. I'd, uh, I'd, I'd quite like a Data Corruptor. Cause they, they, I've played one and they are quite good fun. Yeah, you could play Mario on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, hey guys, I learned the baseline to Final Fantasy 2. <laughs> um, so oh Matt you've actually replied to that you said you'd take the Gretsch and sell the rest <laughs> yeah of course I fucking would it, was, I it mean, was trash you say that but the dual wrecks have got one of the most amazing clean channels on them 
They sound yeah, but if so I good. sell a jewel wreck, I can buy a Freedman. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I'd, like, okay, yeah. I'd really like cool. a mess, so I really would. Um, okay, uh, so rig for Adam. This is from Stu. Stu Tay, uh, 18-string guitar, blue box, and a JC-120. Uh, and a what, sorry? A JC-120, the jazz chorus. Oh, yeah, literally every one of those can get to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Do not pass go. Do not collect 200 pains. Go directly to fuck. So, so Maxi Boy from Strood <laughs> um, yeah. uh, has um, said, BC. Uh, this is for Will, a BC Rich Warlock, Roland JC120, and a Morley Bad Horsey War. I think yep. we might be being trolled here a little bit. I think we I may. Think so. I think they're just trying to get a rise out of us. But I, I said I could probably make the, the war work, but the other two were like, there's no, there's not a chance in hell. <laughs> if it works I'd, I'd love Steve to get BC Rich and try and blues it. Just <laughs> do an entire blues set on a BC Rich Warlock. It would be, it'd be something, wouldn't it? Um... Uh, Actually, it'd be nice. Uh, and I don't know who this is aimed at. Um, it's all of us. It's Andrew Yeah, actually, it'd be nice. 60s P bass, Ampeg's SVT, 8x10, and the Sans Amp each. Yes. Yes. For, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd do it, yeah. It's fine. Uh, I, 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 I used to tour with something yeah. <laughs> very similar to that when I was a bass player. I, Hell I, yeah. I could give basing a go. Basing. Basing. <laughs> basing. Yeah. How could it be? There's less strings. And it's all right, because he hasn't given us a compressor, but you can use one of these and it works like a compressor. It's called a plectrum. Will from Stute, uh, Line 6 Spider 2. I don't know why he's gone specifically for the 2. The 2 is really good, actually. So let's cool. not shit on the 2. Cool. It's where all it of the tones are. Of course it yep. is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sure. <laughs> ES-175 and a Zoom 505. God, so the thing I said was awful. I could make that work. <laughs> I could make that work if I was playing in, like, a fake Beatles, like, indie kids band, you know, where they're all, uh, like, all the stupid, like, bowl cuts and stuff like that. Beatles. Which, you know, <laughs> Anyone who likes yeah, I could make Beatles that work. would shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have we had any more... Um, yeah, Joe Halliday wants to give me five dimension choruses. Oh, nice. In a row. <laughs> Think of the Can buffers. I... I'm sure that's the uh, the secret to time travel, that is, isn't it? It's like GCSE <laughs> results, isn't it? Five Cs. Um, <laughs> we... Joe, Joe Halliday, that wasn't aimed at anyone specifically. <laughs> Joe Halliday also said uh, Light Ash, Ash Telly was his first real guitar. Nice. Cool. Yeah, I mean, and it, it he, he tried to sell it to some guy from Birmingham, and he just got <laughs> just yeah, got, got ripped off. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, when I bought a Les Paul from Toma and it arrived, it was a cracking guitar. Yeah, but that, that's buying it from a shop. Buying it from someone who might, it might, you know, if you buy it from someone on eBay, it could be a Chipson, couldn't it? Yeah, secondhand. Mm. There's, there's not a lot of chance. But then saying that, I've bought stuff firsthand. You know those oil can guitars that you've seen around? Yeah. Yes. I, yeah, oh, yeah. man. The QC on those is so poor. <laughs> what did you expect? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's essentially um, a can nailed to a piece of wood. I, th- yeah. I think you've both missed the point. I think that when Stuart bought his Les Paul from Toman and it was a cracking guitar, it might be because the headstock had cracked off. <laughs> yeah. 
Man, it was it's literally like a cracking you could, guitar. You could design a so better you could neck. Be it. So, do you want to clarify that for us? Because <laughs> that's how I read that comment. Right. That's just just because we talk about Les Paul's headstocks a lot, <laughs> probably. Yeah. I, it's it's like you could design a better better thing. Whereas if you broke your neck, you could I don't know unbolt it and put another one no, back on no, your guitar no, body. No, 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 don't. You could just design a better <laughs> headstock. You know, like. PRS do, yeah. for instance. Um, yeah, yeah. rather than having the angle 13 degrees backwards, have it 13 degrees forwards. Yeah. That's <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> that is. Play it with a slide, beer bottle, all the way. Oh, Stu's got new. Te- Stu said, "By the way, I have a new pedal. He's put some Jermaine." Yeah, we talk about bloody... it tomorrow. We, we talk about it tomorrow. Yeah, Stuart. we talk about it tomorrow, <laughs> yep. Stuart. Yeah. And in a video this week on the pedal boards of Doom Indeed. Channel. Yeah, thank thank you for for winding it back over there. Well. We we talked a little bit, like very briefly, about the uh, the the edits that you had done, and this week, uh, as of Wednesday, will be uh, the uh, the Tate Effects Raise the Dead. And we also mentioned in in that video the uh, the germaniums as well, don't we? Oh, cool. Yeah, man. I when I when I recorded show. the uh, when I recorded the video, um, Stuart had done one prototype. <laughs> uh, and then by the time the video uh, had, had been uh, been all packaged up and, and sent out, um, Stuart's now got a production run of them. So, did you see uh, the picture uh, he did when he first got them? And they were like, the, he, he did it like a close up picture of, the of them, yeah, and he did War of the Worlds, yeah. and they looked wicked. Yeah, sick. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, it's, it's, he said he's broken. It's almost free. like they've listened to our podcast, isn't it, man? <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's almost like they listened to the podcast that isn't released yet. Uh, yeah. Stu's broken three Les Pauls, but that wasn't one of them. Clumsy git. Uh, <laughs> did, did, did the shipping company break that one, or is it not broken? You still haven't clarified the point. No, he said so, that, that that particular one wasn't one of them. But you said I've broken three tel- three uh, Les Pauls, not not the shipping company didn't break that one. Right? Yes. <laughs> Which was the question? Makes um, good sense. Just before we wind this uh, wind this podcast up, um, because we we've we've gone past the hour mark, uh, I'd like to throw one final question that um, for the listeners, sorry, the viewers, um, that you can you can throw your answers out whilst we whilst we wrap it up. Um, do any of you know for certain what meatloaf would not do for love? I do. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so was it an- answer the question what he wouldn't do, what, what yeah would he yeah not yeah do put, for love? literally put put your answers down in the comments below he would not play a es 175 a jazz chorus <laughs> and a zoom 505 and five dispension c's <laughs> yeah yeah he, lo- he literally looked at your uh, your suggestion from stuart and went oh, i won't do that what sort I of do that horrible person would you have to be to put a a dimension C into a jazz chorus. It's got like the best chorus in the world, and then you put another dimension C into it. Oh my if you, god! If you set it just right, it cancels the chorus out, so you get a perfect clean tone. Perfect. That's the problem with this. the dimension chorus. You can't set it as a chorus. You can't set it. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, Joe said, um, "I would do anything but lo- for love, but I would not switch to Kemper." Okay, beautiful. <laughs> uh, Sam Cramphorn said, "Join this group." Thank you very much, Sam. Yeah, nice perfect. one. Wah 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 wanker. Stu said, "Take a finger up his bum." I I've heard yeah, that's I, not I always assumed it was butt stuff. <laughs> yeah. I always assumed it was butt stuff. 
would not pay eighteen thousand uh, pounds for an Ormsy eighteen string. string. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant! Those are all great suggestions, guys. <coughs> Beautiful. Well, oh god! Safe. I realise I've, I've still got that bloody picture up. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh yeah, we've been jamming this whole time to that like epic-looking fucking guitar. Oh my god! I can't believe it. Oh, cool. it's because well, whilst, whilst, whilst you do that, I'll, I'll wrap the podcast. Um, thank you, thank you so much, all of those in the uh, the chat this week. You have been like the the secret fifth member of this podcast. It's been amazing. Um, you are all obviously in the the pedal boards of doom. Uh, you uh, sorry, uh, YouTube. Uh, you're all in the pedal boards of doom group, but if you're not already, make sure you're part of the Fret Talk podcast group as well. Um, for all things Fret Talk podcast, um, make sure that you're uh, going over to YouTube and subscribing to uh, a Rocket Complex to find Will. Go in for pedal boards of doom to find all of us, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll get Matt on there. <laughs> yeah, 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 come on, come on, get everyone in. Um, budget pedal chap for me and. Uh, you do YouTube stuff. You gotta stop Me, eating no. them bloody helium balloons, mate. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, you're pretty much heel underscore Matt Q at everything, aren't you? Your Twitter, Twitch, Instagram. Um, yeah, I'm pretty much budget pedal chap at everything. Which uh, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. You'll be able to find me there. Pedal boards of doom is everything Lee. So if you want to find Lee, if if you ever would. Um, <laughs> just yell it in the middle of the street and he will appear yeah just, <laughs> just don't say my name three times into a mirror at night that's it yeah you go, go to a mirror and you, you say pedal boards of doom three times and then he'll appear behind you hi do you want to buy a blue box yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah and um, our, our will is uh, a rocket complex um, which this week you released a, a video uh, about is it Eternal Guitars? It is Eternal Guitars. Eternal yeah. Guitars. Yeah, I watched. I watched that, and and my God, that thing sounds amazing. Yeah, it was an incredible instrument. Um, you guys gotta not check out my video, but go check out Eternal Guitars because he was kind enough um, to loan me that whilst he was uh, doing some repair work on my telly, and I had the opportunity to film it for the next A Rocket Complex music video. So the guitar I play in that music video is that beautiful like road worn sonic blue t custom and yeah. it's just i i have nothing but positive things to say about that instrument it was such a great opportunity so thanks thanks to him and for, so for much that. so that you uh you loved the the t90 bridge pickup so much that you've you've got one put in your telly as well yes yeah and i've got my telly here now and it's got that t90 in it so my telly is effectively it looks like a regular telly but it's a neck pickup um from the the Baja, and then it's a, basically a P90 at the neck, uh, at the bridge, yeah, sorry. Yeah. If, yeah. if you haven't played Eternal Songs on that demo, you've missed the <laughs> I trick. Didn't, I didn't, because copyright, unfortunately, <laughs> YouTube's copyright yes. algorithm is, is such very sensitive the only one, the these only days. One. Yeah, it's, it's hiding behind the sheds at school, crying, <laughs> very sensitive. <laughs> Indeed. Oh, dear. And I think that's a lovely place to end us up uh, for this week. Um, thank you. Yep. Thank you for all watching and all of you who are listening to this podcast. You lot are amazing. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you to all so, the viewers and thank you to all the listeners. Oh, just before we go as well, um, we're all going to be somewhere next weekend. We are. Well, three of us are. So if you would, well, if you are going to the guitar show at Kempton Park, 
Um, and you see any of our faces, come say hello. No, no, we don't. Won't I <laughs> <laughs> say hello to Lee. He's a grumpy arsehole. Lee is. Yeah, actually, no. Just if you see Lee, just go. All everyone say hello to him <laughs> and stare. <laughs> no, you're more than welcome. I'd love to see you. All. So yes. even better when when you approach Lee, go hi, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, on that bombshell, <laughs> indeed. Uh, so from myself, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. Uh, from Lee. From Will. From Matt, say bye, Matt. Bye, Matt. Way. It will be a tatty bye and good night for this week. There are a bit. Bye. See ya. I'll be seeing pity. Are we off now? Are we off now? Are we off? Are we off? Can I stop waving? That was fun. It was, it was really good. It was, it was good for four people, wasn't it? It was, yeah.